Today on CityCast Salt Lake, the state of Utah has decided that we need a new flag. And this means that in addition to learning the word for flag experts, vexillologists, we're also learning about good design. One of the Flag Redesign Committee members is U of U professor Alpitha Tsutsinakis. She took some of her design students up to the Capitol to critique the finalists currently on display. I tagged along to hear their hot takes. And then Alpitha and I tackled some big questions, like whether a flag can really unite us. And is it going to be a beehive? It's Monday, October 3rd, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. This one's my favorite. Tell us why. Um, I don't love the beehive, um, but I think because of like the industry here that's written, you know, it's like, kind of portrays this vision of like worker bees just kind of trying to make the most product or profit. Um, whereas like I think the art really shifts the focus of Utah from an industry, a bustling city to like to more of the natural factors that we have here in the state. The reason why I like this one is I think the trying to like make the arch accurate on the flag doesn't look good mm. and I think it's overplayed because it's also on the license plate so it's a bit much so I like it because it's, it, it simplifies it to the point it's a circle but if you understand the flag you know it's an arch it's a good break from the beehive it'll take some getting used to as a state flag but I think this is the most unique and it looks the least like another country or state's flag thank you I see a group of people here. Do you all like the same one, or do you have different... Ah, we got a lot of votes for the single lily. Um, I mean, I like it just because I think more than a lot of the others, the iconography on this one is pretty strong. Coming from New Mexico, I don't know if you guys have seen the Zia flag, but um, if you go to New Mexico, basically like half of the population has it tattooed on them. I could see something similar happening with this. And I mean, I, I think it's good to stray away from the whole beehive industry idea um, and I think having an icon that's a flower and that represents something that people might actually I don't know have some sort of like feeling for would be a good idea I also just like the colors Alpita, I spent some time today with you and your design class up at the Capitol looking at the 20, I think, flag finalists. 20 flags. We got to touch them, feel them, pull them out flat, see them billow a little. It was so fun to watch like the next generation of, of Utahns engage with the next generation of Utah flag. They were really excited. They were also so critical. It was kind of funny. Although I honestly expected them to be more critical. Like one of the first questions you asked them is, do you think Utah needs a state flag? And I was like, this is the moment that these that these students are going to be like, no. Um, but they were kind of resoundingly into the idea. Yeah, I think that as designers, they really recognize the importance of physical objects and artifacts for our physical bodies to interact with. So they get really excited about any touch point where you can think about visual communication. Why in the digital age do we need a like physical flag? Well, I mean, I think until we can transport our 
consciousness to virtual beings completely, right? We still live in <laughs> physical bodies. It's why I still believe in a physical book. It's why I still get the newspaper on Sundays delivered to my port so I can read it. <laughs> I just think that yeah. we want to engage something. And a flag can be in so many different places off of the screen in our real lives that the digital just isn't enough. Yeah. Do you believe strongly that Utah needs a state flag? I do. I think that, you know, as a state, it should have a state flag. Everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is doing it, right? I mean, I could argue, I could make arguments about abolishing the state, uh, you know, <laughs> land back, decolonization, but... If we're going to have a state... Any group should have a have a sort of a symbol to rally around, right? Yeah, that's interesting. So you see it less as like a political symbol and more as just a, a, a cultural artifact? I see it as both because I think that, I mean, if it were just a flag for our design program, for example, or for our students' class, then it might start to be a different type of cultural artifact. But because it is the state, right, it's a civic entity and body, then I do think it, it's absolutely political. But so many people also include the political in their identity and what they stand for. Before we go any further, can I ask you to describe what the current Utah state flag looks like? Well, I feel like this is cheating because I just looked at it this afternoon, but yeah, it is a seal fine. with a yellow circle and a beehive with some arrows and an eagle on top. And it has little sago lilies around the sides. And then it has some numbers underneath. Does it have a, an, an American flag draped on top? Am I remembering that correctly? I think there are two American flags draped. Yeah. <laughs> over the beehive, but yeah. under the eagle. Yeah, that's right. With that's the right. arrows. Yeah, I mean, if you see that thing flying from like a mile away or even just like if you're standing below it and it's billowing above you, that's a lot going on. For me, the current flag does not work. Uh, I think the scale is too small. You can't really understand or see what's on it. For me, it's really just about formal design considerations. Like it's just not, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, because right now our flag has the state seal on it. It is very busy. Um, but I thought one of your students brought up a really interesting point, which is the state seal looks like some sort of a federal seal. Like it doesn't have the kind of like simplicity or pizzazz that other state flags have, maybe like New Mexico. It's very simple. An another student was like, if you go to New Mexico, nearly everyone has this flag tattooed on themselves. And like, I can't imagine a world where someone would get the Utah state seal tattooed on themselves. Like it's very, it does look like kind of the FBI or the CIA symbol. I would be curious. You should have your listeners send their state seal tattoos in yeah. for the newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> or like was, any flag tattoo. Right? I thought it was an interesting observation um, by Jay because it's like, she's right. It does look very federal. So it's really interesting how there's a language of our federal government and a language of our U.S. history that starts to um, be established through design artifacts, through visual communication. And we start to read that and understand it as meaning something because of that sort of material culture that has developed over the history of our country and our state. Hmm. Looks federal. Yeah, it really does. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. 
You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. Is there anything you like about it? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> Is there anything I like about it? I don't think it's a bad seal. I like it as a seal. I don't mm. like it as a flag. And I do wish that it was, I don't know, I guess it's a question of how often do you update these symbols of who we are? Because I do wish it was more inclusive. I mean, I have to admit, as as a person who was um, born and raised in Utah, but in an immigrant family, I have always felt like I'm on out on the outside of that beehive. And so I just I do wish that it had a little bit more inclusivity. Okay, so let's talk about these new flag options. What what makes good design of a flag? Well, I think what makes good design of a flag is that it's simple, right? You can't have too many colors or you can't have too intricate shapes. It has to be at the right scale to work at a variety of different things, right? You want it to be able to be small or large but still communicate well, and that's pretty tricky. You also want it to be replicable on a variety of different materials. So if it's on paper or in cloth or stitched on a hat or tattooed onto your skin, it should (laughs) still work. Some things are just really hard to replicate in fabric or to print in certain ways. So you kind of want to think about a variety of different outputs. Yeah. I imagine as a designer on specifically the design committee, you've had to comb through some wild submissions. Any, like, favorite outliers that you've received? You know, we had 5,700 submissions to look at in the first round, and it was so fun because the (laughs) committee had, or, you know, the the task force had put them all up on walls from ceiling to floor, and we got to walk around them for several hours, look through stacks of cards and papers. And my favorite were the submissions from kids, by far, because kids all over the state had drawn really beautiful flags and then written in their awesome little kid handwriting – Uh, what the meaning was for them. And just to read their stories and think about their thoughts on this was a lot of fun. They were definitely my favorite. I couldn't say that there was one specific one that I thought was most outlandish. Hmm. Most outlandish, yeah. Or or just stuck out the most. I mean, I did see the dinosaur flag. We had a lot of fun with that. One of the things that I noticed looking at them is they all do look kind of similar to me. 
like the final 20, I would say, I don't think they were made by the same person, but I feel like they came from the same factory. Does that make sense? Like it's like very clean lines. I would say no more than like two or three, maybe four things happening on the flag at the same time. Very bold colors. Um, A lot of them rest on like a single symbol. Um, But they have, they feel very much like this moment. Like they feel very fresh. Like these flags do not look like they were made in 1990. They do not like they they were made in whatever 2040 is going to look like. Like they do look very right now. And I'm trying to figure out why that is. You know, it's actually really interesting that you say that because I think when I think back to the 5700 uh, submissions, mm. there was a wild and wide variety. But we narrowed those down to like maybe 60 or something. And then we started to group them into categories. So we would say, OK, well, it looks like we have five or six arches flags or five or six flags that are dealing with mountains or beehives. And out of those categories, then we started to coalesce them into these finalists. And so I think they probably look similar because the committee and the task force did a lot of work to make sure they would be good flags first and foremost. So a lot of people's concepts and ideas were similar. And a lot of those trends got into the final sort of 20 flags, but they were refined for what would make a good flag as opposed to just whatever was submitted initially. Yeah. You said that you didn't feel totally included in the original seal. Like growing up, it didn't feel like maybe it was reflective of your rela- your relationship to Utah. Do you see yourself in any of these new flag designs? Yes. I mean, I suppose I see myself in the flag designs that incorporate more of the natural elements because I have a really strong relationship to the more than human in our state and to thinking about relationships between human and nature. So I I definitely really appreciate those flags. And I do appreciate some of the colors of Utah because I think all of us can really relate to colors that we see in our landscape and around us. And I thought it was interesting that it seemed like the preference overwhelmingly among your students was also for the natural. It was. They were really into mountains and mesas and even arches. Even arches, although the arches were less popular than some of the the mountains. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. As a Utahan who pays pretty close attention to some of the things that are going on in this state, I feel like there is a bit of a riff between our governing body and Utahns themselves right now when it comes to some of our major issues. And I'm curious if you think like a flag can unite us or should, should it? Is that its job? I think on an optimistic day, I do think it's its job, right? I would like something to unite us. Can a flag do it? I guess who's in control, right, is my question. Mm. A flag can unite us if whoever's in control of making that decision really is going to have everyone's voice be heard. But if the minority gets to pick the flag, then it's hard to say that the the minority's choice might reflect all of us. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty sound. Alpitha, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Thank you. One more thing before we go. Now, if you want a truly raucous flag, I've got one for you. Grant Miller's submission for the Utah flag wasn't chosen by the committee, but it is an absolute blast. The most prominent feature is a skiing dinosaur over the words INDUSTRY in all caps, but the design features nearly every official Utah State symbol, including our state cooking utensil, the Dutch oven. 
He's selling the design on t-shirts, and the proceeds benefit the Rocky Mountain Innocence Project. Now, you know I've got one. And there's a pic on our Instagram page, if you don't believe me, at CityCastSLC. The link to buy your own is in today's show notes. Grant has already sold 132. I love knowing that you people are out there. But still, vote for your favorite official Utah flag finalist, because even though it won't have the state fish shooting the state pistol in the air while riding a snowboard, it will still be beautiful. And you can do that until Wednesday, October 5th at flag.utah.gov. Based on our ratings, the design committee will recommend up to six flags to the task force, which will then pick one design for the Utah legislature to vote on. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Let your freak flag fly. Bye. Is this flag going to be a beehive? I mean, if I was a betting woman, I would probably put my money on beehive. That's a bummer because I like the arch, even though I know the arch is kind of overplayed. Oh, see, I don't like the arch. Not that I have anything against arches, but I do think, you know, it's got its place on the license plate. I loved when one of the students was like, you don't do the license plate and then the flag, you know, you do the flag and then the license plate. But we can't we can't work our way up from the license plate. And I was like, "Okay, it still is my favorite, but that's extremely fair.